Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. And with me, a special guest today, a returning guest, Igor Puskarit. Right? Incorrect. Almost. <laughs> uh, for the good people out there, why don't you pronounce it so that, you know, we get it right for the rest of the podcast. Uh, Igor Puskarit. It's Slavic. Welcome. Okay. Type, uh, which I know that uh, foreigners aren't really first. So it's uh, very understandable. Yeah. Well, I'll try to do better. <laughs> uh, before we get started, this is the part of the podcast where I ask our guest, which is yourself, to kind of briefly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers out there who you are, you know, where you've been, where you're at right now, where you're heading. Oh, wow. Well, if there's really too much to say, uh, I have been in the game dev business for like 15 years. Uh, and a lot has happened there. Um, really too much to say, but I'm currently in uh, Norska, Sydney, uh, doing game dev and teaching Blender. Uh, also, uh, on the side, I will soon be in Amsterdam. Uh, having a talk because me and other sketched masters have made a uh, cartoon which is completely real-time and we're going to present it there in terms of technicalities and all the challenges we came up with. This is the most updated answer I currently have for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, of course we're... <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, naturally, you know, we're going to dive deeper as we get, uh, you know, more in depth with conversations. Uh, I do want to kind of start it off. This is not a political show. I'm not asking for politicalness. But however, with the global things, uh, at least on this side, on the Western side, we're starting to feel the effects in terms of what the rest of the year and what next year feels like right it feels like we're on the brink of like world war three you're like have always been near that area how is that affecting game dev particularly like what changes if any have been felt to your day-to-day um creating what you want to create yeah currently luckily not as much uh 
Okay, okay. I can only talk for myself. So far, so good. We are not directly entangled in any kind of conflict, which is, I guess, lucky. Yeah, uh, cool. I hope nothing will escalate. Well, we'll see about that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it really depends on how many sides we have in cooperation and what sides are uh, caught in the act of the wars. Uh, there are also like economic stuff, which also haven't yet caught up with me personally, but I really have no idea of what to predict. I can only say for now, it's okay. Encourage That's good. I think, uh, as always, you know, game developers are kind of cut from the same cloth. So overall, um, you know, I'm sure you're on LinkedIn. It's been just just game industry wise, tech wise have been tough, you know, friends on this side. And I'm sure you have friends over there just like are uncertain going into the holidays this year. Um, More impacted than usual. However, you know, I, I kind of want to point towards uh, someone like yourself who've always been grinding, who've always been keeping busy, uh, who've always been, you know, through uh, challenges of your own, have always kept uh, your head high and developing, right? Which is, I think, the main message that everybody can benefit from regardless of outside influences, outside issues, right? So this kind of lead into what we're about to kind of focus on today. You've been busy the last time we talked. Uh, And uh, I think what would be a cool time is kind of if you can share, if you have it up, if you need some time to pull it up, start sharing some of these projects that you have been kind of cooking up and like the successes uh, you and your team I've been coming across. I mean, we can kind of talk over it if you uh, if you feel comfortable about that. Yeah. Last uh, lately, I got a uh, how do you call it uh, a blog featuring me as a master in sketch uh, and that I'm not sure how to pull it up here. Yeah, you can uh, share screen on Zoom uh, near the bottom. It's, uh, what's it called? Share screen, yeah. If you share your screen, you can choose which screen you want to share it from. And you can show the good people out there that are viewing it. Uh, and uh, All right. Uh, this is the blog. As you see, it's really difficult for me to kind of sum up a simple one-time sentence because there's really a lot to say. And I have no what the priorities are. Uh, but this kind of describes my work over the years. And like the best of the best stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I can say that being a sketchpad master is really cool. Uh, the sketchpad team is like fantastically humane. Just awesome. I, I, I can't say nothing less. It's just beautiful. 
and, and the other masters really chimed in with this Spark project. Uh, so where would you like to go first? We go from beginning. All right. So yeah, I mean, how did this start? Like this this project, Meet the Masters. Well, you know, for for those who aren't familiar, uh, what is um, is this? You know, Sketchfab. Uh, I think most people knowledge about Sketchfab is it. You know, Epic. Uh, recently, well, three years now, I think. Uh, along with ArtStation, they kind of bought it into their fold but like sketchfab was kind of like this leading website that was allowed to as a view as a viewer for 3d models essentially right um for real-time 3d models to be able to spin around and community wise they've always done a great job uh featuring great artists uh utilizing their tool right um so right now for the listeners out there we're, we're looking at its blog that uh, Igor got featured on with his team um, about their latest projects. So if you want to kind of talk about how, how did this happen? Did you guys get in contact with the Sketchfab? The Sketchfab reach out to you guys uh, after you working on this project? How long did this project take? What was the inception of it? Yeah. The master's project is a purely Sketchfab's initiative to uh, like get closer to the community, speaking from the community. So I'm not sure exactly what were the, their criteria, but they have chosen all the, all the masters, uh, people who were very engaged uh, with the modeling itself and with the community in terms of social like acceptance and benefits in a way. So, but we don't see that before we get to a meetup. And then when we get to a meetup, then we meet and talk and sometimes plan what, what can we do to uh, bring greater benefits to the platform. Um, Was this, uh, so what project specifically got you guys in touch with Sketchfab? I mean, you can start scrolling down, we can see it, but we can talk about, you know, exactly that project that like was starting the conversations. Yeah. Okay. Basically, we were all uh, just posting stuff we do. And mm -hmm. uh, where uh, Sketchfab caught interest, they reach out one by one. I see. Uh, it didn't happen like at once. It was like a slow burn, kind of, actually, the way I think right, right. It, it happened. Um, and it's, it's nothing that's rushed in a way. They just kind of smell people who they believe would benefit in terms of from who has catched them would benefit in this way. So there are many roles that uh, masters can take. Uh, some of them are just like solving spam. Uh, some 
some of them are uh, like proposing staff picks. Uh, some of them are sending postcards to more pronounced other members. Uh, there's really a lot of stuff you can do. For me personally, I spend like two hours a day, roughly, uh, just picking up uh, noteworthy uh, deviations and posts from new members, from old members, and choosing what you guys suggest to be picked. If anything else comes up, I do that too. It's pretty cool. It's like a mini art direction, in a way. Yeah, well, when did you guys, so with Sketchfab reaching out to you guys because of your rich history of work, uh, was there a collaboration uh, among uh, you and, and the others here? Or is this purely dedicated to your work right here, this blog? It's just about you. <laughs> uh, how, uh, how did the traffic, did this engagement help with art station traffic? And, you know, was the uptick of people reaching out to you? Uh, what benefits have you been seeing with this type of collaboration with Sketchfab? For those who are unfamiliar, are always shy about showing off their work. Yeah, it did cause a couple of outreaches from a few studios, not much, uh, because this is quite recent. It didn't really get time to live. Uh, there was no cooperation in terms of this. I must say, every uh, sketch that master has had or will have their meeting masters blog. It's, it's something they will have for sure. Uh, the, uh, the cooperation, though, happened on the project Spark. Uh, I will now stop sharing and reshare the Spark project. Sketchfab have always been like a peak tool itself, the website itself, uh, the polish have always been impressive to me. I haven't gotten around to toy or toy with it, right? But to me, it always feels like why isn't everyone using this to show off their work? You know what I mean? As a 3D artist, uh, it, it just seems like, yeah, images are so outdated um it just makes total sense uh to import everything uh, uh the it just seems actually probably less intensive to do that uh to have like a uh uh a permanent 3d model to be able to spin around in real time you know it just makes total sense to keep doing that right I feel like the potential of that is not really recognized as weird as that, as that sound. Potential is awesome. How do I share those? Uh, you just got to reshare at the bottom. But while you uh, pull that up, um, I do want to ask. 
like you've always been so disciplined and in, 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 in dedicating just after work or before work, two hours a day regardless. Has that been like the same time every day? Like what keeps you sticking to that? It's like a exploratory passion project in a way. I don't consider it as a chore because it's fun uh, exploring what people make. And you get surprised like daily because I also follow a lot of interesting creators. And it's a real pleasure when someone, someone makes like something really spectacular and well that you haven't seen a a long time and he just wants to comment that <laughs> and suggest it for static and stuff like that. It's like art that feeds me <laughs> in a way. Yeah, yeah. A lot like that, yeah. You, you definitely have that passion that keeps you going. There was a recent Japanese term that I've learned. It's called Ikigai. Oh man, people are gonna butcher my I'm not Japanese, so I'm not <laughs> saying it right. Ikigai, right? It's like passion that keeps you going the, that it, it's like once that fire is gone you see this a lot with old older uh japanese men right they kind of when they retire they don't have that will to live you know that fire burning and you see like uh once once the ikigai is gone uh you know and this doesn't just happen with older people obviously you know there are game developers our age that even if though they're working in the industry, it becomes a nine to five very fast because they're just looking to get a paycheck. And their, their original reason to get into this industry uh, kind of takes deprioritize and you see them just losing their edge. Their skill set is not the date, you know, they just do just enough, you know. Yeah. That passion, yeah. When there's no exploration anymore, then it just becomes a chore. Yes. yes. There you go. go. I, I think, think you, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. That's something I, I never want to experience. Because ideas are what propels in my case. Without ideas, it just works. And work is boring and it doesn't really shine into nothing. Nothing I want to ask you this before we get into uh, you sharing this project, um, Spark and BB. Uh, how do you keep distractions <laughs> getting in the way? You're, I mean, obviously, you're a young guy, right? I'm assuming you're dating, right? Or you have a significant other and all this other stuff, hanging out with friends. How do you keep that, you know, separated? <laughs> <laughs> not really separated. I'm actually 43, uh, not married, have a girlfriend, mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's tough. Sometimes time is really uh, expensive thing. Yeah, you know that. For example, my kind of sacrifice that I don't play games anymore as much as I would because games made me want to do this. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. I, I'm an artist and an inventor. I'm a conceptual, like a, I'm a conceptual dreamer. 
probably the, the best uh, description. And games had a lot to do in movies, to do with developing of those stuff inside it. However, uh, when you start doing this and you start inventing stuff, then it's, it feeds you in a way. So I don't feel the lack as much as I thought I would. But I do want to play some mega games someday too. <laughs> because I miss that. I miss the games. I miss the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's awesome. Game. I got a great team, great friends. So it's not a chill, really. My girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You just uh, just deprioritize some things. Your time is the same, and so you know you just kind of prioritize certain things at this moment, right? But I I hear you too, man. I'm I'm having. I think this past year was definitely uh you know at the beginning I, I got like a you know the Steam Deck right the handheld uh, Steam machine which has been helping me. Uh, you know, carry PC game because I'm primarily a PC gamer. A lot of my, you know, I've been able to play more games with it. Uh, but uh, I, I'm like you, dude. Like game Ming is not as much as an everyday thing as it used to be, right? Uh, there is definitely a desire to connect to make sure, uh, but it is one of those things that you know you just gotta make time honestly uh and you can squeeze everything in you just gotta make time yeah i do play Zoku's quest sometimes because oh, i can okay. i can squeeze in like an hour in my cab sometimes once a week so there is that i do want to ask you this because i feel like you're always exploring new techniques and interesting ways of to to make content um not sure if you mentioned this last time, but VR modeling, right? Just sounds, I, I tried it a few times. I wonder, have you had the opportunity to kind of try it out, you know, with substance, especially having like a, okay. But I'm, I'm all kind of waiting for the time it stops right, right. being a tech demo. For now, I don't have the time, but I am looking at it. It is of interest, right? It is interesting. You see, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Especially now that I'm teaching three D modeling, also, yeah, yeah. we kind of have these multiple scopes in line, so to speak, so that when they become mature, so that we can incorporate them in an interesting and useful way. Perfect. All right, let's go ahead and dig into this project, man. Um, when I reached out and you were showing me this, this has been, it looks like a Pixar animated movie, man. Uh, and the way you guys did it with Sketchfab. Yeah, well, well Sketchfab, I mean, that's for those that are not watching and just listening, I, I highly suggest to click on the link and, and follow along with the video because it is a waste not to see uh, this work. Um, this gives me, this kind of reminds me, speaking of VR, you know, in the early VR days, they kind of started to basically make Pixar for VR, right? Being Putting on the goggles and, and watch a Pixar movie by being in it. Uh, Sketchfab and the way you guys do on it, 
it, it kind of is like a new way to watch a short film. Uh, it, you know, it reminds me of that as like, hey, here's another way to enjoy it. You know, um, do you mind uh, kind of talking? Yeah, exactly. Do you mind kind of talking about this this approach, uh, this idea of like a diorama uh, of watching essentially a short film? Exactly. Yeah, we wanted we wanted to bypass the limitations and turn them into like benefits in an interesting way while playing and trying to make something cool. Uh, it took us a year to create this animation. So uh, uh, the theme, the uh, me and Conrad Justin will be the ones who will be speaking at uh, this year's BlenderCon in a few weeks. So we will be like talking more in detail about uh, how we did it, how we developed it. But all masters on, on Sketchfab have chimed in uh, a little piece of themselves. Uh, Kind of add, and this is this started like a fun mini project, and now it's the largest project of this nature on the planet. I think I think no one's done anything bigger in this way in real time. Uh, the fun part for me was making limitations work for us in a way, kind of, and where we got. We, where we had to sacrifice, we just had to make it into a kind of, um, how I say, advantage, so to speak. Uh, so here, on this blog, you can read the blog like any, any time. And here we named all the uh, masters. And here you can see a bit like a preview of uh, what we did. For example, here's the sketch. Conrad did the sketch. Uh, I did the entire the animation. Uh, Badass sketch. Feels like you guys need to make a side scroller, is what I'm seeing. Could be. Cool style. Yeah. Uh, this scene is currently uploaded on Conrad's account, but we have a meta plan to kind of uh, have everyone uh, upload their version or a new, new like scene on their own. But we'll see about it. We don't want to rush into preview hyper busy over the last few months to just to get it done at all. <laughs> so we had a little we had a kind of a little secret. We built 70-80% of everything and we uploaded it. And then we did a week later a quiet a silent update. To kind of actually finish it all, but those were just minor animation things. The art style, um, like I mentioned before, is very unique. What was the inspiration? Uh, 
in terms of movies, games, whatever, uh, that kind of got you guys settled with, with this look? Okay. It would probably go better with uh, inviting Conrad to the podcast because he's the one who imagined a bunch of things. He, he did the majority of the imagination in the project. I love how you guys planned it to be basically well, like, like a game. You know, having your foreground, midground, uh, and, and background being low to high poly. It's like I've never seen <laughs> people plan it out that way, which is very smart. Very uh, yeah, we had to do a lot of uh, logical bypassing and optimizing. Uh, it's it's as technical as it was fun to create. So these but these are the texture map setups. Hold on here. You you have your whole background on one texture sheet. Like, what is this? <laughs> oh my god! You guys are very. Is it is it is that am I seeing that right? You guys have basically like material hideout. It's one texture sheet. The surface cliff was one texture sheet. Man, this is basically game game ready. Exactly. Very, very optimized. Yeah. Specifically because if it were a game, it wouldn't have to be that optimized. Because you could run the machine, right? Uh, like natively. And since this is a browser-based 3D viewer, that forced us to go wild with the optimization. Because it should run on any PC that has 3 So... This, this was very fun for, for me, Conrad. Blender was their, your main 3D tool? Okay, for everything. Yeah, for, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Beautiful. Uh, well, uh, I'm assuming it was collaborative, but who was the main art director person? Was it you or someone else that was kind of like just making sure all because the colors, the the composition is, yeah, mm -hmm. beautiful man. The lighting is great too. Definitely. All aspects of that. It's crazy. Yeah. See, all this, all this was sketch, sketch model, 
and coloring and theme was adjusted. I'm sure there was a collaboration, but like since your guys' sketches are so close to basically the final, was there any like back and forth uh, uh, ver revisions two, three, four, five before you guys settled final? But was or was it really straightforward? As as soon as we determined the sketches, we basically built it and didn't waste any time. No, we did okay. have the sketches. We did build stuff immediately but we also reviewed prepared replaced even uh, mm -hmm. uh, refurbished we also sometimes animated i also animated stuff mm -hmm. and then reanimated them later because some part were was uh, like taken out and then we animated mm -hmm. around it and stuff like that it's like legitimate game game there and we all Kind of did this after work, so it's not. Uh, we also had a scarce time in, <laughs> involved in it. <laughs> so then we wondered: should we do physics? Should we not do physics? Then we do it, check, recheck, replace. It was very uh, back and forth, the iterative process. Actually, we learned a ton of stuff. When you guys originally uh, set out to to make this, how long were you planning, and how long did you guys end up uh, taking making it? I think we didn't plan anything exactly, but I, I think at least for me, uh, it took way longer than I would originally anticipate because of. It's so fun that I, I did not expect for it to take this long, but it, it, it took a year. And we didn't work every day, of course, but whenever someone had time, then we did our part. We said it was a total of one year, right? Mm. Was it the full team? at the beginning to the end, or was it you guys started adding people as you guys were finishing? What, it was sort of a full team because we created a channel for that project, and then people just randomly chimed in whatever they felt would be best from them. Because some artists, for example, just do 3D scanning, and our project mm -hmm. here did not support that art style. So they did something else minor. Basically, uh, everyone pitched in something. If if not a model, then they pitched in an idea or they pitched in uh, advice. Technically, some artists are more technical, and they have knowledge that we perhaps do not, and they have uh, encountered encountered the, our problems, and they helped us solve some details. It was, it was really cool, actually, to be a part of this. <laughs> it's awesome. Did you guys meet regularly every week? Or, okay. So, like, in a, a Zoom meeting? Okay. Like a virtual call like this? You guys were just talking to each other? Okay. But most of the time, you guys are in a channel. 
are constant like reports of the bad stuff, constant suggestions for the deviants of um, the stuff picks and constant suggestions of ideas, just very fluid, constantly. It's very, very good for me. I, I, yeah, I do want to emphasize this this part too because this is important. Like what we've seen the last two years are everybody was forced remote, right? Something that you've been doing for a long time before it was cool. Um, so you're very used to it. What's impressive that you guys are like a five plus team. You know, kind of met each other and decided to to do something pretty ambitious. You know, part time. Uh, and it ended up with something incredible that got featured and, and getting a lot of notice and notoriety. Uh, that I don't want to gloss over this because I want to dig into your guys' process because that alone, going and meeting with people and accomplishing things and you know not wasting time is what most teams are struggling still right now. Uh, and it's their main nine to five. It's their main job to sit there and, and produce. And you've seen how many studios are closing, how many projects are not finishing, how many delays have been happening in the last few years, how many startups, you know, with similar size teams or more uh, have have uh, closed their doors after just one year, like basically of not working out. And we've seen this the last few months as part of this kind of bloodbath that's happening right now in the industry. What do you think was the main difference between you guys and everybody else? <laughs> the main, uh, one of the main, main sparks in all this, because we're all highly motivated. And we really, really love to do this stuff. Like more than work, almost. So this is why you kind of do it without stopping in a way. I guess I think that's the reason. Plus, especially when you don't know how it's gonna turn out, and you don't know if you will stop or not. But we just know that we won't stop. <laughs> But like you guys weren't all like none of you guys were friends, right? Before all this, really, yeah. That's even crazier. <laughs> it's like, like yeah. me, and, me and Conrad, Conrad are gonna meet each other in Amsterdam in, in two yeah. weeks, first time ever. <laughs> and we were working on this. We knew each other for a long time. Yeah, on schedule, but. That, that's what I mean. That's even more. It, it's literally just like, let's do something. I don't know you. You don't know me. There's like five plus of you guys scattered around the globe. A lot more than that. Yeah. Ten, I mean, that's an indie team, basically, right? Um, something that, you know, perf veterans in the industry, you know, with 20 plus years, aren't able to do still. Um, I mean, it seems like what you're saying is that you met 
by chance or by design, very highly motivated, like-minded people. And I think what I'm hearing too is that you guys all did this before, right? Um, remotely freelancing, always hustling, like hustlers, like always doing side things passionately. And that's what worked is that you guys are like, oh yeah, you know, we've done this before. No one's new to this. Everyone managed their own time. Everybody was responsible because I'm sure you know, like when you start getting to a group online, especially things come up and it's like, Hey, sorry guys, didn't do anything this week. Uh, you know, my kid, you know, this and that, my wife, this and that excuses and then it becomes two weeks and then three weeks and eventually the team starts falling apart because you know the motivation and inspiration isn't there you know no one's as dedicated um and so there's yeah and it's always like uh at best what i've seen is that someone kind of carries the weight for two weeks right motivates the rest of the group and then someone else you know does that another two weeks and then it keeps the project going uh, but it's like barely surviving, right? In, in that way. And it takes obviously longer. Uh, but you guys, to go accomplish something like this in your spare time, uh, what what I'm hearing too from you is like there was constant work and updates. The way you guys laid it out, even just the presentation of it requires so much time uh, and, and attention that... Uh, it, I don't see any accident um, to how this was done. Like this guy, you know, you guys were had the best people doing what they needed to do to get this done. That is incredible, man. That is very rare. Yeah, it's, it's very rare. Like the way you guys are planning this is better than most game development teams that I've seen. You know, I work in code development. So what we do is like servicing others to finish their games, right? And when we, like the type of things that they give us to kind of finish off is nowhere near as 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 clean as this. You know, it's like, hey, this is the plan. This is how we're gonna do it. All right, do it, right? It's never, <laughs> it's never that, man, I wish it was like that, but it's, you know, that, you know, but what you're showing me is something that clearly your team has that. You know, you guys knew exactly what you wanted to make. Yeah. To feel in real time when something is off, when some intention was bad without plan, we just correct it immediately. Because sketches are awesome. Group, yeah, yeah. Like we wanna, yeah. when we want it to feel playful, interesting. Like I, I pioneer same tech done in a different way. We just love it. It, it sparks. Like, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it sparks the, the, the passion thingies in us. So we're just self-driven in that way, I think. So what, 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 yeah, what, I mean, what lessons, I'm sure there were challenges, right? What can you share throughout this process that you feel like, if we were to do it again, I know we can do this better. Like what challenges did you guys face? Uh, and if you're comfortable to sharing a specific example during 
the making of this? Well, there's, there was nothing like a major, major problem because each one of us kind of chimed in when they get time in real life. The biggest problem, if any, was uh, getting us uh, updating regularly uh, so that we all have stuff done when we agree. Because uh, we're, we're a team with sometimes different time zones. And some, someone's noon, someone's midnight, for example. And probably that's the biggest issue. Otherwise, uh, the way Sketchfab kind of shows us to be masters, I think it's very cumulative. I have no idea what their criteria is, but it's obviously a good one. Mm -hmm. Would be nice if we could get someone from Sketchfab and get on that one, because I have no idea. I just know it works wonders, obviously. Yeah. So what what uh what are you guys doing next, man? I mean, this one. Currently, I'm busy planning uh, the talk we're gonna have on the Blender phone now, and uh, I'm not sure it's the 27th or 28th in hmm. two weeks roughly. So I'm I'm busy practicing that after work. And after some other stuff, mm -hmm. uh, I have no idea where my head is because uh, I'm, I just I'm just way too busy for that for everything else. Currently, that's my main focus to make this thing work well. And then we'll see when we kind of get some rest for a change. Uh, I plan to make my own scene with the same uh, actors. Uh, in, in my own, on my own profile, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if it's gonna be like a side episode or a complete episode two. I'm not sure. It's really, really too early to say because we still have a lot of work for this one, even though it's done. Well, I see tremendous. Uh, I see tremendous runway for this I mean what you guys have shown and yeah I mean it's a unique uh, it's a unique look <laughs> looks better or at least as good as any side scroller game out there like uh, this is to me it's like the beginning of a kickstarter or something man it's like you guys gotta do something with this yeah you guys actually showed Good work, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the same spark in, in uh, enough people to have something like this does happen. I have no idea. Would be cool though. Because we've, uh, we've proven, proven this as a tech demo mm -hmm. and see where it takes us. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's better, better than tech demo. It's yeah. finished. Yeah, vertical slice. slice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's finished working prototype. Everyone can enjoy in this current state. And we will, we will go wider. We will go in, in more depths. That's the 
details on BlenderCon. So we will literally disclose everything there. So other people can also do their own projects. What we did was hopefully, who knows? <laughs> we'll see. What what are your personal uh I'm sure you have high goals, you know. I, I know that you're you're doing all this, you're building you know, your work, you're building your technique, uh, you're building, uh, you know, your own personal art style. What, what is your kind of like, you know, what is your vision? You know, is it at some point someone kind of coming to you with a bag of money is like, I want to give you a chance. What would that be? Like, what would you want to do with that? If, if that is like, Hey, three, five years of, what do you want to do with that? It's like if if money was not a problem, yeah, I would uh, probably not stop uh, inventing things because because I would do that even if it wasn't a job. Uh, but I would definitely well, first of all, I would take a whole year and play all the games I missed. This is one thing to catch up. One hundred percent. Surely, yeah. uh, and then some life stuff, maybe buy a house or something, and stuff like that. But mainly, I would rest because I haven't rested for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, because I constantly want to do stuff, achieve stuff, create stuff. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh. As a creative, yeah, it, it, you you create from experiences, and I felt like for a while I I get I kind of been pausing on experiences either through games or travel or just spending away time, you know, uh, to kind of refuel. Yeah, I feel exactly the way you are right now with that. Yeah, it feels like I need to refuel. Please, <laughs> if you have some imagination. You go for a coffee with a few friends and you get like 100 ideas. <laughs> Just so little time. And so, so many ideas. That, that's kind of uh, the main stuff. What kind of games that you've been kind of, it's on your wish list or you kind of have it in a wrapper or it's in your Steam that you haven't been able to touch but you've been hearing the last couple of years or three years or however long you haven't been playing? What 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 what's the main game that you've been like? Ah oh, man, I mean, as soon as I have some time, I would love to kind of go through that one. Uh, I have a I have a huge list, but I I feel like I missed some cyberpunk. Uh, cyberpunk. Yeah, I think it, it's right up my alley in terms of design. I'm happy I didn't take it right away because it was buggy. I now have no idea what it's like, but I would like to have. Like, Three months. That's on my list too, dude. They just patched it so they fix all the problems that it had, and now it's like the perfect version of itself. Yeah, I was like, all right, man, maybe it's time to go back. But it's beautiful. Yeah, it looks super good. Yeah, that that is definitely on my list. Like I, I, dude, I'm so back. Like I haven't played. I I played maybe the first level of Last of Last of Us One, right? <laughs> But like I haven't 
finished that and let alone Last of Us 2. Like that that series I haven't and I, I have been avoiding watching the show because of it too. And that's, you know, <laughs> everyone's saying it's really good too. It's like, damn. Yeah, it's just really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Especially for that long. Also the the PlayStation one with Robo Dinosaurs. What is his name? Uh, I forgot. Which game? Uh, PlayStation 5 exclusive mm-hmm. with robotic dinosaurs. Forbidden. Uh, it's not the um, it's not the dinosaur one. Like um, Horizon Zero Dawn. No. Um, is it the Horizon Zero Dawn? The one with the robotic dinosaurs? Seems like you're up your alley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly up yeah, my alley. Yeah. <laughs> this is this was the first. <laughs> I felt uh, legitimately sorry. I don't have time to play, or I don't even have a PlayStation Five. Right? So, yeah, same here. I don't have a PlayStation Five. That's, <laughs> I'm, but it's on. It's on PC now. Horizon Zero Dawn's on Steam. Yeah, yeah. That's my top tier uh, wish list. That one and the God of War, of course. The God of War, yeah, me too, dude. Uh it's all on my wish list. It's all there. Just haven't touched it. Yeah. Those are my wishes. I haven't yet fulfilled, but hopefully I will. Uh, hopefully, the, hopefully, think, w- world will keep some peace for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might have to be stuck in our homes for a little while again. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully not, but we'll see. Yeah, but I, I think uh, I, I share the same sentiment. Like my creativity, my passion have been running off of my gaming library in my teenager years. Like I played a lot of games during the teenage years and it left a really strong impression. And then when I got in my 20s and 30s, I was still riding off of that high. But I haven't added to that library since. And I'm in like this time frame where i'm like hey man i need to start catching up <laughs> refuel with all these games to really repack because every time i have a chance to sit down and play through some of this i get instantly inspired all these ideas uh start coming in again and i was like oh man dude this is we can't do this without that you know it just that's it feeds into itself yeah yeah it's what made you yeah like i i like i love it i still love it I don't think you can ever get involved for that. At least so far. Yeah. And it's uh, becoming way more acceptable now. Like everyone plays games now. And yeah, it's not a nerd thing. It's cool to play games and it's being respected. And We, we have a half of uh, women in our, among our students, which would which would be a few decades ago exquisitely men. Right now it's it's all like it all gender has no domination over gaming anymore, mm-hmm. which is awesome. It used to it used to be just just boys. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, you know, we're hitting the hour mark and I want to kind of use this time to uh, kind of hand over the mic to you if you want to stop sharing a screen. This is a good opportunity for me to shut up, uh, but also uh, for you to kind of talk to the people directly about where do people want to connect with you uh, and, you know, sharing any messages that you want to share about anything, really. Well. I'm not quite a talkative guy. <laughs> where I talk is through art and through achieving cool designs where I play. The best way to get in touch with me is through Sketchweb, ArtStation, uh, maybe DeviantArt. And uh, if you want, if you feel like it, you can uh, buy my models which I have for sale on various sites, if it benefits your project, of course. Um, other than that, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> oh, man, I think you said enough. Uh, for those who are, um, you know, you're really doing yourself a disservice by just listening to the podcast. Obviously, I'm thankful, as, as well as Igor, but... Click on the links, watch the video, check out the blogs at the very least. Check out the scenes. You know, the way, yeah, the way he and his team laid this out, it is more concrete, more fact-based than any vertical slice in any game that I ever seen. You guys did it perfectly, and it's so impressive. That you guys were able to do this essentially with 10 strangers uh, within a year. Um, that is a huge accomplishment. Uh, and I hope you guys the very best. And I see continued success, man. You guys, you, you, you do what you can to keep your unit together, man. That is a rare, that's a rare thing that you guys got going right there. I really mean it. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very rare. Yeah. We're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to watch out for what you guys do next. Uh, I for sure see continued big success. And obviously, hell yeah, dude. You guys need to do yourself a favor and get motivated and inspired and follow them on and Sketchfab and see what their next adventure is looking like. Same way we received. So that's awesome. Sure. More than ever now. Exactly. We need to yeah. get the network strong. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. For yeah, of course. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Maybe you can meet up uh, in a few years later. Would be awesome, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, of course. You know, at some point we'll meet, we'll meet up for sure. Awesome. That would be awesome. All right. Yeah. Bye. That's it. Thanks, guys. Cool. Hello, everybody. Brandon here. I want to talk to you today about something very special. We've been on this wild ride together, haven't we? From my early days as a senior employee, feeling a bit lost, all the way to leading multiple studios, transitioning to smaller indie teens and to the mobile industry, and now running my own game studio for the last six years. Throughout this time, you've been here listening and learning along with me, sharing this never-ending journey of discovery. This year, I'm kind of on this quest of meeting serial studio founders, discussing acquisitions, or exploring what it takes to grow a studio to over 100 developers. I've always tried to find an exciting topic to delve into, and every year is a little different, 
the focus is a little different because that's where I am in my career currently. And I want to be able to share what I'm learning with you guys. So I've always been dedicated to asking the tough questions, bringing you insightful answers from industry leaders and experts. And now I want to share with you how I'm applying these answers to my own journey. This is why I'm excited to announce that for just $1.99 per month, you can now subscribe to our exclusive content series. These bonus episodes will give you a deeper look into my personal experiences and how I'm putting into practice what our esteemed guests are preaching. It's more of a personal side of the journey that I hope will show you that we're all in this together and we're all continuously learning. Whether you're a game developer, studio founder, or just a passionate gamer, there's something in it for everyone. By subscribing, not only will you gain access to this exclusive content, but you'll also be supporting the ongoing production of the regular programming. It helps keeps the lights on and ensures that I can continue bringing you top quality content and insight into the world of game development. The links to subscribe are in the description. Your support means the world to me and helps me keep doing what I love, sharing this journey with you. So show some love, hit that subscribe button, and let's continue this adventure together. Thank you all for your continued support. And as always, stay tuned for more exciting content. Until next time, this is Brandon, signing off.